1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
0: So I know this is only uh, five days after we last spoke, but it felt like this five days might as well be like a month. Like sometimes a lot happens in a couple days. So figure we do a pod. Maybe we'll do uh, a couple this week if you're up for it.
1: Yeah, I was thinking to myself, even last night, I almost considered hitting you up to say let's do this. Uh, First of all, our timing was pretty bad last week, Uh, not that it matters, but just right after we recorded, um, all all hell broke loose with Hanks and, and Gobert and my percentage on the MLB (laughs) looked looked just horrifically, uh, did not age well, but, um, yeah, this is scary stuff. And it's, uh, Oh, every, every time you hit refresh, uh, something crazier comes up and, um, it's obviously only going to get worse. So, uh, before it gets better. So, uh, I'm curious your opinion on everything that's happening, Liz. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, uh, it's, we're like, yeah, there's like a 25%
0: chance baseball gets, delayed significantly and now it's 100% and we don't even know if there'll be a season because you know they're saying I mean realistically they need a few weeks of spring training and the virus hasn't even peaked yet in the US so like it may peak in May or June or who knows and when is the coast going to be clear you know when are they people going to go out again
1: and are they going to You play- see the picture of the Florida beaches today? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, you know, there's thousands and thousands of people out on them today.
0: Well, at least uh, they're in the sun. That, that should help a little bit. But we'll go over some precautions you could take. Uh, yeah, and there's people like partying in New York on Saturday and just like, oh, it's the last hurrah in Disneyland. And so people aren't taking it seriously. And it's, uh, it's probably going to hit, uh, although it seems like the government's finally taking it seriously. It seems like Trump has canceled flights and changed his tone from it's just the flu to this
1: is a serious thing maybe too little too late or maybe not. I, I you yeah, know, I wish he had taken it seriously more seriously earlier, but you're right that he's dead. He is now the government is now. So it's just infuriating how many dumb people are out there still. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, but, but I, I am. So this is where
0: I kind of draw the line. Like it's horrible that they're doing that and they sh- should be criticized and people should talk to each other and, you know, get this thing under control and say, dude, stop doing that. You know, you, you don't really, you're not thinking it through, and it's easier now that, every you know, the, you know, if baseball's canceling or basketball's canceling and there's billions of dollars being left on the table, like obviously it's a serious thing. Yep. But I don't believe in force to do it. Like if those people want to do it, fine. I mean, obviously this is not, it's a horrible thing and people die. We don't have the hospital space for it and all that. But I, I don't think we should do what China did and like weld people into their houses. You know, like I, even in Portugal, I think in a couple of days there's going to be a uh, a lockdown where You can only go out for groceries and stuff like they have in Italy, which I get it. I I guess it's good. I mean, I think you just get a fine if you're caught going somewhere that you're not supposed to. But I'm also like, fuck you. Like, you know, like I don't want to go. I want to voluntarily stay home and not infect myself or others. But I don't want a policeman telling me to do that. You don't want to give up your freedom. Oh, because there's great risk, right? Because think about it. Then anytime the government convinces you that there's a great risk, Oh, here's my freedom. Do what you want with me. Tell me what what I can do and what I can't do. You see how that works. We don't really yeah. know how dangerous this is. I mean, we know to some extent, right? Like you know, half a percent would die if we had proper medical system. 5 or 8% will die if we don't have a proper medical system. Obviously, it's not fair to the older people. They they will die in a disproportionate number. People with pre-existing conditions, it's horrible. We know, you know, somewhat what the risk is. But Does that mean that somebody can put a gun in my head and say you can't go out, you can't leave your house? The government can tell me whether I can leave. No, I'll voluntarily. Do do, do you feel
1: feel the same way as far as the government saying uh, businesses need to close?
0: Yeah, I I feel the same way. Like I feel, I feel like people should voluntarily do what's right, Right, and if they might, they might not, and clearly they won't. A lot of them won't, you know. But I actually think businesses is a little less. Maybe they could say, well. We strongly suggest you close, and if you close, we'll waive your taxes for this year. You know, Any taxes you owe, we'll waive, or any licensing fees, we'll waive. I think they should do stuff like that. I just don't believe in doing it by force, because, yeah, I, because yeah. I just think that, okay, I believe the government this time. The government is not trustworthy. Our media is not trustworthy, but I believe the government this time. And I I don't think you know Trump, for all his flaws, is going to order shutdowns unless he thinks it's serious. And I don't think the NBA is going to do this unless they think it's serious. I I actually believe that this is serious enough with the lack of hospital beds and ventilators and all this stuff that that we want to shut this down. I actually believe it. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just a overblown thing to control us or whatever. But I believe it. But the point is. I don't want to have to end up like figuring out what to, when to trust the government and give them the power to shut me down because this fearful thing is happening. Oh, terrorism. There's a terrorist alert. You've got to stay in your house. They can make up anything they want. How the hell am I going to know? And so you're basically just curtailing your freedoms. I am happy because I do believe this to stay home, and I'm doing that. And I think other people should do that if they believe it, But or <laughs> just because someone you care about says, listen, I believe it. Just do this for me. And if I'm wrong, then okay, you wasted a week in your house. Okay. Too bad. I think that at least in the short term, we should just do that. But again, I think the force stuff, I'd rather be like, these people are idiots. That's fine. You can be criticized, but I don't think they should be prevented
1: that's a very enlightened way of looking at it probably better than me, superior to mine. I get, I'm getting frustrated with people who are playing the tough guy role. And um, I got in a debate recently, just about the specifically the restaurant thing. And I said, um, I, I get it. I get the ramifications and it's easy for me to say, although I don't know if I'm going to have a job with sports being gone, but um, someone who you know stays at home, but, I, I I don't know, man. If people are if it's, if the experts are telling you to stay inside, and people are not, then at some point it the does take a though? third part. Par, all all the people that study this stuff for a living. Yeah, but that, how about it. all the people that studied the uh, the
0: markets? You know, in two thousand eight, saying oh, real estate's not going to go down. Don't worry, it's not a bubble. You
1: know, how about all the experts that said I, I don't know if that's there's weapons of their the – science. I don't know if that's equivalent to science. science.
0: what science i mean science is what the experts say it is or science skepticism i mean what is science is science what the scientist says
1: you am the tough one to argue against because you're uh, even you're even on the premise of that you do believe i I, 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 I believe i believe that it's at least
0: very plausible that this is a serious risk to our systems. I think what's happening in Italy, what happened in China. Yes,
1: yes. no, we have looks, fewer hospital looks, beds per per, per person right. than Italy, and what they're doing is just a couple. We're just a week behind, or whatever, and right. it's just they're literally picking who lives and who dies. And as someone who has an 80 year old mother um, down the block, I um, I personally am going to be selfish. And want these uh these these idiots who are being more selfish staying out you know doing uh, disservice service to 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 the older people who are going to die right now by the you know the, the thousands if not you know the tens of thousands it 's going to be crazy yeah
0: no, I want them staying home also, but i don 't want to force them to stay home because they 're u s citizens with rights yeah. and i 'm not going to take away their rights because i 'm afraid of something they have the right to travel and go out now if the businesses decide to close, they may have nowhere to go. You could boycott whatever business you want and say if you're open and allowing people to go there then I'm not going to patronize you because I think you made a risky decision that's perfectly within your rights to do that but if you by force make people stay in their homes to me yeah, you're know, not respecting their rights yeah, because yeah, because again yeah. you and I might believe this but we could be wrong but even if we're right about this maybe we believe that after 9-11, then the government should be able to spy on us, because what if one of us is a terrorist? The government does spy on us, and it's illegal, and we never yeah, voted on yeah. it. But what if one of us is a terrorist? I mean, they could intercept our conversation, so maybe they should be privy to all our conversations. You never know. It's too dangerous. They could have a WMD. Oh, my God. we got to let them spy on all of our conversations. Why don't put an Amazon Echo in my house? Oh, yeah, listen to everything I say. The, there's, we've basically signed off on... We don't have rights anymore. And what ends up happening isn't that, oh, this is so great. We gave up our rights, but we're really safe. What ends up happening is people exploit that, and then you're less safe than ever because you live in a, a totalitarian state. You're not safe in a totalitarian state when they murder citizens or do what they did in China in response to the virus and seal people in their houses with dead bodies and whatever else. Like That's not keeping you safe. So I think it's, uh, it's a huge mistake to use force. I- Persuade, I, I persuade all you want. Ex- explain to them why this, why you believe the stakes are high here. Don't ever, ever force people to do stuff because you. It's not worth living in a society that that does that.
1: Yeah, I was more to be clear. I was more so arguing the restaurant angle. Now forcing people in their homes is is, it, is another step uh, that I that I hear you more so. But how can you force a, a private
0: establishment to close?
1: yeah okay well, no i I get your side and it is a slippery slope and this happened uh you know in 9-11 as well and there's other shady shit going on now with like adding abortion stuff into the in the bill right like they, they exploit they add other things they exploit into bill. everything Here, here's so, the thing
0: here's the thing yeah. if i own a restaurant that i own it's a private space obviously i have some requirements i have to keep it clean and keep my license up and have my liquor license or whatever the hell else i don't really believe in a liquor license but okay there's fine it's not that big a deal. you get one though it's expensive and a pain in the ass but, you know, I want to be able to have people in my restaurant. I think in this case I would shut my restaurant because I don't want people getting infected. But do I want the government ordering people to shut their restaurants? Probably not. I do think the incentive might be I just something. think
1: there are alternatives, you know, like you could uh, curbside pickup only or something. Is that, That's a little different than shutting you in their house. You know, like there are options, there are alternatives for that business owner is, yeah, is another argument.
0: But, that you could say like, okay, but that, you know, people are touching the food. It could still spread infection. I, I just think like, instead of having the well, government, you
1: can never do anything perfect. How can I even get groceries right now? I'm not right? self quarantined right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. So you can't be perfect, but you can only do, you do, you can do as much as you can though, but right? You
0: can do as much as you can. And so the restaurant could do delivery or the restaurant can shut down. But if you have the government ordering the restaurant to shut down, then again, then the government can order you to shut down because terrorism, the, order, or the government can order you to shut down for any very scary thing that they cook up. Do you want them to be in charge of that? Do you trust the people who are elected to make those calls on your livelihood, on your freedoms? And to me, the answer is, hell no, I don't.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. and, and, and you're just saying like the government in general, because what if the whole, the whole world is doing it? You get know what I'm saying? So it's like, so does that matter? The whole world is doing what? Are, are, are doing these shutdowns and treating this similarly, uh, scary, you know, as serious.
0: Most people are kind of sheep, right? They'll just like, will just say, Oh, the government told me to do it. I'm just going to do it. It's too scary. I don't want to challenge this, but I do think what we want to have is strong citizens who know their rights don't easily part with their rights because there's a scary thing, but examine the evidence. And if the evidence is compelling, which in my, I think it is. I'm doing what you're doing. I'm staying at home, only going grocery shopping, washing my hands. When I go out, wash my hands when I come back and cooking all our meals here. And we do go to the park by ourselves, but that even is going to end uh, in a couple days. I'm doing it because in this particular case, I think it's the right thing to do. But if I didn't think it was the right thing to do, I wouldn't do it. And I would not want to be forced to do it. And I would resent that because it means I'm not free that's basically how I feel about it. And so I see those people, in my opinion, making the wrong decision and I would persuade them, dude, this is legit. Like there's good reasons to believe that spreading this could be a disaster because we already see it. It's not even like we have to like take it on faith. First of all, we know a viral epidemic can be a disaster. You've seen movies about it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take that much imagination to figure out how this can work. Secondly, we've seen it in real life already in a couple of countries. So, you know, it just seems like common sense at this point, but again, I wouldn't force them.
1: All right. So San Francisco area, just before we started recording has been ordered on lockdown for at least the next three weeks. I mean, that's 7 million people near me. So whether that's right or wrong, that step's already been taken here. And I mean, I live very, very close to that, and I'm, I've been told that where my community is going to jump in numbers very soon. And um, yeah, this is really scary shit. List. I mean, it's not it's not the virus that that has the the quick mortality that that's going to end us. It's this slow one, you know. And and apparently, I don't. What do you make of the numbers in South Korea with them um, all the twenty year olds having? I mean, it could be um, just because of that one specific cult, or it could mean that uh, the young people are not getting tested everywhere else, and this. Uh, virus is residing in most of them, which means it is going to be spread everywhere.
0: I mean, I think a lot of people are going to get it, and I think a lot of people are arguing to just flatten the curve so it gets spread out over more time, and it's more possible for.
1: Yeah, uh, I said it treat- on the XM show last Thursday, and then I heard it everywhere afterward. But um, yeah, no, that's it's a that common that thing key- going around. Yeah. But
0: but yeah. I've also read like that's bullshit because the flattened curve that they show on the picture would totally overwhelm by a factor of 10, anything we have available, so it's not gonna work. You know, this is just like that's a fantasy. Assuming we had zero people in ICUs now and you know there was everybody dedicated to this, then maybe it would work. But basically they're saying, you know, it won't work. And I don't know what the truth is of that. I just know that to the extent that I can slow down the spread, can't be bad. Uh, In other countries, they're thinking of just like, I mean, you can see they're thinking of doing like a herd immunity thing where you take all the healthy people. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how well, I don't know the science, like how much it would work. But let's say like all the people like under 40. Uh, got together you know ten a hundred thousand at a time in a small area, and all caught it and then quarantined together and Then in a month, they were all done with it and immune to it. Then they could go recirculate do their jobs, walk through society, and the virus would come up against a dead end any time it ran into them because they weren't they couldn 't they couldn't catch it anymore. And so then you quarantine another 100,000 and give them the disease who are f- up to four, you know, and then you go through the society, the people that can probably recover. And while you're doing that, um, if anyone gets really sick among that group, which will be rare, uh, you give them the treatment they need and they recover. And then basically, like, there's enough people who are immune that. It's just not that dangerous. It just doesn't spread very well, and it mostly dies out. I, that, that's kind of a brilliant idea. It's kind of like vaccinating everybody, except you're vaccinating with the disease itself because the disease isn't that dangerous for younger people. It's a brilliant idea. Do it know that it will work? No, because a... Maybe when they give, you know, a certain portion of the people it, that spreads like wildfire before they can, you know, who knows if a couple of them end up doing, you know, not get quarantined or who knows if the disease can't get. Some people said they've caught it again or they tested negative and then positive later. Uh, maybe it mutates. Maybe the immunity is temporary. I don't know. There's a lot of variables that I don't totally understand with that that I wouldn't feel confident, but it's a creative idea. It's sort of like before you have a vaccine, you create a vaccine with the disease itself.
1: Yeah, I forget his name uh, right now, just escaping me, but we both follow him on Twitter. I only follow him because you did. He was going crazy how that's the worst idea ever, though. So, like, he just had me convinced how um, how bad it was. It might be. Uh, it might be. I'm not, saying, I'm
0: not saying I would do it because I, I would have to look into it, but I'm just saying that it was creative in a situation w- if you don't think that flattening the curve is going to work. No. <laughs> you know, that It's like, flattening the curve is not going to work. We're all going to get it, and we don't have the capacity. It okay, seemed okay, like a, just, yeah, a
1: desperation move. What, what, do do like, but, what do we do you now? What do we do now? You know,
0: and once the thing spreads widely it's kind of too late to do it that way but anyway um you and i aren't going to solve the cure for it but i i just i I feel like disease is bad and we should take it seriously but don't make the response to the disease worse than the disease itself that that is a huge thing and i said last week i'm the type of person that likes to take precautions like to do something about stuff but people like me are more dangerous than the people who are going out to disneyland because those guys are idiots and they're spreading the disease but people like me are the ones who will like take away all your rights and make you into a, uh, make it into a fascist state forever. Cause yeah. once the government takes rights, they don't give them back. You know, once the government was able to spy on us after nine 11, mm-hmm. they're not unspying. They do not stop. You know, they don't give it back. So
1: I just think you should be very careful of what you wish for. So we'll talk about, what do you think about the ramifications? We'll get to that actually for a second. before that. Um, I want to throw out an old, uh, brain teaser for you here. Okay. Yep. Um you, you have a pond of a certain size, and upon that pond, a single lily pad, this particular species of lily pad reproduces once a day, so that on day two, you have two lily pads. On day three, you have four. and so on. Get it? Yes. Got it List, you Yeah, I got it I got it. It's, so if it takes a lily pad 48 days to cover the pond completely, how long will it take for the pond to be covered halfway?: If it takes
0: uh, 47 days.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're smart and you get it, but no one answers that. And moreover at day 40, you'll barely even know the lily pads are there. That's right. That's
0: exponential growth. And that's only, that's only to the second power. If you have it to the third power, you know, or the fourth power, it goes a lot faster than that. It would only be a quarter full on the second to last day. Yeah. And it would only be a 16th full on two days from it being full. I had another one. I had another one that was even crazier. It was if you draw a star, like a five pointed star, And if you notice that if you draw that star in the middle of the star, there's a pentagon, the shape of a pentagon in the middle. And you can connect the points of the pentagon, and in it will form another star if you connect all the points in the internal pentagon to the star you drew. So it's a nested star. And you could draw stars around the outer star, too. You know, connect the pentagon around the points, draw more points, connect that pentagon. Let's say the star you start with is like an inch. Each each of the uh, pentagon lengths in the middle of it is an inch. And then uh, we call that star number one and this and the star in which it's nested is star number 2. How what number star is the size of planet earth?
1: <laughs> Don't do that. I have no idea. I can I,
0: I think no it's idea. like 23 or something like that. Okay. All right. It's wow. like 23 okay. or something like that. No. Right. That's the sickest no. thing ever. Okay. I mean it, it's exponential growth is very hard for the mind to wrap itself around. I think like star 69 is like the size of the universe. You know, it's just two points I think each one is 2.6 times as big. You can do 2.6 to the 69th power and see what that number is it is a enormous it's an enormous enormous
1: number anyway there's dangerous shit but don't make well, the response worse than the, than the one other thing i want to add to that one way of looking at this though and i've been uh, doom and gloom whatever but is um if all these percentage of people do have it you know they're just not reporting it and it's very tough to get a test uh, as we're seeing here um the death percentage is actually probably way lower than it's Presented as well too, right? I know all these numbers are, aren't right, but at least well, that one is probably wrong in the other way. You know what I'm saying? That's right. But remember, a lot of cases are unresolved
0: too, and so the ones that are, I, yeah. If if you just go by reported to deaths, that will be higher than ex- actual to deaths, right? Because the unreported, the, there yeah. may be some odd uh, deaths. Now we're not counting any deaths. Um, well, we're probably saving a lot of lives from the flu with all this like social distancing. We probably like saved a lot of old people who right, would have got the right. flu. But there's probably some deaths being caused by uh, people not able to get care for other things, too. So, you know, it's a complex equation.
1: And and in Iran, they're building graves so big that you can see them from satellites in space. So that's obviously unreported somewhere. And and I'm not sure what the the variables are because the death rate seems to vary greatly
0: in places like Iran, Italy, and then South Korea. I'm not sure what all the variables are, but I, I can throw out a couple things. That might be helpful for people. So, I'm taking like five to 10 grams of vitamin C, a bunch of vitamin D3. Uh, I'm trying to get sun every day. I've got a little balcony here that I take off my shirt, get sun, no suntan lotion, obviously, for 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, I go to the park, I take off my shoes. You, you're supposed to walk on the earth. It helps ground you. that There's scientific evidence behind that that does some beneficial things for you. And then uh, I try to air out my apartment. Fresh air, apparently, is. Uh, is just better kills viruses and just helps you heal better and helps your lungs Mm -hmm. so make sure there's breezes going through your house don't shut yourself Mm in obviously i'm washing my hands like everybody else i'm not using i don't have a mask i don't know where to get one here and i never bothered i don't have hand sanitizer i I do use soap but i'm taking some precautions i drink a lot of hot tea i think green tea is supposedly extra good i take zinc Mm -hmm. so i'm doing a bunch of stuff to keep my immune system strong i'm trying to get sleep and do ups and stuff. I can't run. My knee is kind of screwed up right now, but the track's closed anyway. So that kind of coincided. Well, uh, I, I feel like you want to take care of your, yourself and also, you know, not infect people. And so that's, to me, that's, you know, part of it too. It's, it's, you have to be robust. I mean, the, the systems are not going to protect you. You got to protect yourself. You got to stock up on the right supplies. You got to eat healthy. I've been eating very low carbs. I've been cutting, you know, don't eat shit eat healthy. Don't think that it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm holed up in my house. I will have a few bags of Doritos and cupcakes, you know, comfort food. And no, dude, it's not the, have some discipline. I mean, this is a good excuse to be in shape. And I fast, I don't fast like whole days. I didn't fast the whole day. I just fast until dinner, but I'll, I'll do 16, 20 hours, you know, keep my system strong. I'm just trying to do the things that, that are good for my health. So I think that's important too.
1: So like two weeks ago, I ordered a bunch of uh, fish off the internet because you were talking about getting the sardines. So I got a bunch of canned sardines and all like sustainably caught and like wild, um, nice. even sa- salmon and anchovies my white anchovies uh, is not as salty as i get in the restaurant is that because i got them in olive oil is that is that the deal there but um anyway point is i randomly am stocked up on a bunch of uh fish at least but too bad my wife absolutely hates hates and is allergic to a lot of uh wow. seafood but um i uh, got the vitamin d it, your uh um, advice as well and um yeah, what about anti-inflammatories? First of all, I've made beets for the first time. I'm the worst cook, and that was uh, very, very simple, and I think and beets are good. So uh, those are anti-inflammatory. Obviously, I heard the anti-inflammatories are bad for this virus. Like don't take, um, what is it, ibuprofen or whatever. Have you heard ibuprofen. Of this? And, and, so and I, the food getting anti-inflammatory, like beet, that's not the same thing, right? You still want to eat healthy that way, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and the fish oils have anti-inflammatory properties, omega-3s. Right. right, right. But definitely, from what I've heard, stay away from the— NSAIDS uh, medicines, ibuprofen, Aleve. Uh, what the hell is that shit called? Uh, I guess ibuprofen is the is the main thing. Uh, Advil. First of all, like reducing a fever is not good. Your fever is what is your body trying to kill a virus? I mean, obviously, if you got like 106 or something, maybe you'd have to deal with that. But if you have 102 fever, just it's okay. You're not going to die from that. Talk to your doctor. I'm not your doctor, but personally, I would not treat that. I would just like. You know, put some blankets on, sweat it out, and then two. I, I just read a tweet, and I don't know. And I don't know. I looked at the source and She seemed reliable, but I couldn't really tell. But she said that the common denominator between a lot of the younger patients that needed ICU care is that they were taking a lot of like Motrin, Aleve, Advil type stuff. Again, I don't. I'm not 100. And I don't. The sourcing for me isn't that great on this, but it seems plausible because those things reduce fears. Reduce. there's studies that it reduces uh the capacity of certain immune cells to function well and it might be somehow um interfering with your own response to the virus so those things never cure you anyway they just relieve pain typically so i rather just tolerate any sort of discomfort than uh, take something that might reduce my chances to get well
1: yeah, it's very interesting stuff. And also the fresh air, it's a good call. I don't do that enough. I'm going to open, open up for some you fresh can air. Just tell, um, right? You just feel better when you open the window and yeah. breezes blow through yeah. your mouth. You just feel better. Yeah, you said green tea, man. I've been getting some matcha tea. And I, you don't uh, you can have that cold. It doesn't taste the greatest, but uh, that's been good for you, and um, I like that. Uh, Saunas are good. That, Saunas are good. I mean, I had one in my gym, but the
0: gym is closed, and I wouldn't go there. To,
1: yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah, great I if, you, like, have yeah, one, if you have one in your yeah. house.
0: Um, if I, if I had a house question, like you know with some land on it, I would definitely put in a sauna for a few grand. It's like right. such a good investment.
1: All right. The um, the mask situation I was very confused about. Given that uh, the more you read up, the the likeliest way you catch this virus is through the nose so i'm like well why the hell are you telling me not to wear it then but i guess what the case is is yes if you have it that helps a little bit so you want to wear it but it, that uh, a normal surgical mask as they call it will not help it uh, prevent you from up your nose but like i forget the name that the but the, whatever they're all sold out on amazon the un whatever 95 masks are legit you'll just look like you know you're you're crazy if you go in public with them Real man, gets, real man gets a goalie mask and wears it around at night and jumps around corners and stuff when he sees people with the goalie mask on. Yeah, too bad no one will be out to jump in. It was Friday. Out. It was Friday the thirteenth, just a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. It was a full moon that night too. I have a couple friends that are nurses, <laughs> and I get it wasn't as crazy as I as I thought the ER was going to be, but, um, but yeah, it's going to be insane coming up. I mean, if this if you do the math and it's going to be like Italy, it's just uh, what do you see? What do you see happening, man? That's my next question.
0: So I don't know. I mean, it's still pretty mellow in Portugal. I don't know if there's any deaths yet. You know, some people have masks. The store stores got a little more hectic the last day and a half. They were pretty mellow like four days ago, and now people are really stocking up and they're making you wait in line to get in. Um, there's still plenty of food, but it's just more intense. I don't know. I think some of these places, maybe the U.S., maybe not, maybe Portugal, maybe not, uh, will not have it as bad as italy you know i think some of them maybe we're just a week ahead you know we saw what happened in italy and it just took a little longer for whatever reason and or maybe not or maybe we're all just going to be italy in two weeks you know I, i don't know it moves so fast that making predictions is kind of foolish it doesn't seem that bad right now but what it seems like is not a good barometer because in italy it didn't seem like anything a week before it became really bad either so it moves fast and the rate at which the places get overwhelmed is is fast but anyway but I, I want to talk about other stuff so so there's the virus okay so we, we kind of got that
1: well i'm but, so curious Liz, what would you do if you felt bad quick i'm curious Answer i mean that i have a course.
0: little bit of a sore throat and heather's been coughing like crazy and has a lot of this phlegm and doesn't know if it's just a regular flu or not but what else is she can do except sit in the house and do not you know what else is she gonna do i mean even if she, if she called they'd say okay monitor your she, she's not gonna doesn't need a hospital bed or anything so she's not gonna there's nothing to do except stay put i i would stay put man i would just stay put unless i started to feel like i was really yeah. seriously having trouble breathing then i would go to the hospital what else could you do
1: yeah.
0: okay all right figured that's the answer just yeah. wanted to be clear all right. um, but i mean i would i'd really try to uh, the best thing to do is stay home basically yeah. until like you really need to go i would say but yeah. you know again yeah. you can look up there's plenty of places online that they'll tell you what the When you got a bolt. Um, But that's just, as far as I can tell, that's what I would do. But now there's the other thing, right? So I don't think, I really, really hope we don't start using force on this because that will make it worse. Or or the government doesn't try to, you know, do a power grab. But there's something else going on. So the stock market just dropped
1: 13% today. It was already down a lot last week. And um, 96% of the gains of Trump's presidency, whatever that means. But that's, yeah, yeah, that was um, unreal. Really just largest drop in point in history. 3000
0: points. Yeah. Well, the points don't matter. It's a percentage, but it's the second largest percentage drop in history. Larger than any percentage drop in 1929. And well, people like, Oh yeah, this is just like 2008 or it's just like 1987. No dude. In 2008, people were taking airplanes and going to baseball games. People could fly to Europe in 1987 and go to a basketball game. Yeah. This is a whole different level. Nobody is working. I mean, nobody's going to restaurants. Waiters aren't getting tips. Cooks aren't being paid. You understand, like, those guys aren't going and then spending their money at the grocery store. The, the concession stand worker isn't getting paid. The, nobody's getting paid. Okay? Nobody, the cabs, the Ubers aren't getting paid. All those people reuse that money in the economy. The economy's grinding to a halt. And so the fact that, A, we're in a 12-year fake bull market where we hollowed out our industry and wouldn't allow ourselves to have a recession. We're like somebody who just kept taking cold medicine and powered through every illness, but we're getting sicker and sicker internally. And we never had the recession. So we're due for like a 30% correction, which we've had basically now anyway, just cyclically due. And because we don't make anything anymore. We're a total service economy. And because all these profits are fake and all these buybacks from you know these companies, they weren't making more money. Boeing wasn't making better planes. They just bought back their stock because it was cheap money, and their stock went up. So we had this huge fake bull market that was due for a massive correction anyway. But on top of that, there is zero productivity. Is anyone buying a car in the last week? Is anyone going out to a dealership and buying a car? Is the dealership even open anymore? I mean, do you realize the economy has gone to such a standstill? Well, dude, people are like, "Oh no, it's just like nineteen eighty-seven. Let's wait for the bounce. Let's buy in cheap." Are you sure there's going to be a bounce, or might we not have like another thirty percent to go? You know, eventually businesses will open and transactions will happen, but I just don't think if people just think this is like a normal dip, buy the dip, you know, that this is something that's, it's just going to, you know, this is like the whole place is at a standstill, in addition to the structural situation being horrible. And then the government just printed like 1.25 trillion over the last couple of days to bail everybody out, and it didn't do anything. It still went down 13% despite that. And what happens when they print money? Well, I'll give you an easy analogy. Let's yeah. say you own ten percent of a company. Okay, whatever it is, and so you own ten percent of the company, and they decide to dilute you and make it so that they issue you know another whole round of shares, and now you own five percent of the company. Now own half of what you once owned. You know they just gave someone else as many shares as the company owns, and they just issued them to a bunch of various people. Diluted you. Now you own five percent. Your stake is just worth less. They've just screwed you. Well. When they print money, right? Like if you look at the dollar as like a share of the entire US economy, dollar economy, it's worldwide, but you know, say US economy, and they print more dollars, your dollar owns less of the entire share of the things that can be bought with dollars, right? I mean, there's more of them. If there were only $100 and and, and, and that encompassed the value of every single piece of real estate and every single good and every single uh, restaurant and everything else, then if you had a dollar and there's only $100 encompassing all of those goods, that dollar would be worth a shitload of money. It would be 1% of the entire U.S. dollar economy. But if they have $100 trillion and you have that $1, yeah. it's worthless. It, that's worthless. all it is. It's just the, it's just the proportion yeah. of what you own. And so if they print more money, okay, you own less of the whole thing. You just own less. And and so what happens when they print money? Where does it go? Well, the banks get, you know, they, they print it out, and it gets lent out, and the people who can borrow, it goes right into the asset prices. So,
1: so everyone just got poorer.
0: Everybody gets poorer, except what they do is, so say there's like X in the system, and they print .2X or .1X or whatever it is to jumpstart the liquidity of the system because it's getting screwed. That .1X makes everyone, you know, now owns like 0.91 or whatever it is, or 0.9 of what they used to own. But where does that 0.1 go? Well, it goes to the people who have first access to it, and they end up borrowing and, and, and plowing more money into the markets and into assets. So if you own a disproportionate amount of stocks, let's say you're a rich person who has a lot of stocks in real estate, and that money goes to prop up stocks in real estate, which is what it's done since 2008. Now your real estate has gone up 2x, So everybody took a 0.1 haircut, but your wealth doubled because you had assets. You're one of the few. So like a select few at the top, their wealth doubled or went 1.5 or 1.3, or a lot of Americans like me, I have some stocks, like my wealth might went 1.2, 1.3, more than it should have because of the printing. Some people went four times as much because of the printing, the richest people. But everybody from their cash standpoint is 0.9. So you've basically... Taken from everybody, and you've done socialism for the richest people, for everybody who owns assets. That's what happens every time you print money. And in 2008, you know, let's say you're making 20 an hour or 25 an hour, your wage maybe goes up five percent, a couple of percent, you know, whatever. Your wage goes up slightly over time, but their stock portfolio tripled, or doubled, or whatever it was. And so, like you, you you're getting a little bit more money on, on its face. But again, that money's worth slightly less because
1: there's more of it. Worth less, right.
0: And you've got a, a, you know, a raise that's b- barely keeping pace or not even keeping pace with inflation and the fact that money supply. Well, that yeah, is inflation.
1: It's reverse fl- inflation. Well,
0: it yeah. is inflation. But these other people have gotten their... you know, It's all gone into the... the so, so this is happening now on a larger scale than ever again. And it's not even working. So they're going to do more. In fact, the Fed may try to buy stocks or index funds or whatever. So if they do that, they're just basically taking from the public who all relies on this currency... And they're just socializing it. So, all these bankers and these people, you know, I just saw a tweet about the airline industry. They had billions of dollars in buybacks that jacked the stock price. And these hundred millionaire CEOs of those airlines got paid bonuses based on the stock targets. Major tens and twenty million dollars when they hit the targets, the prices, because they did their own buybacks to jack up the share. We buy the shares, they Mm -hmm. go up. So, these guys now want bailouts because they have no money left, they have no cushion in a downturn. now Of course, it's a terrible downturn, that's not their fault. But they have no cushion, and they want a bailout from the taxpayer, which means they want the government to print money for them. They want to dilute everybody's money in the country so that their industry survives, when the only reason they need it is because they paid themselves $20 million bonus the the quarter before. And this is what happened to the banks last time around. The people who did the damage weren't able to deal with the downturn. I mean, obviously, again, this is an extreme downturn. Uh, And and now they want to socialize their losses. They privatize the gains, socialize the losses. And you know what? If you're a poor person who loses his job at the restaurant that closes, oh, no, no, it's not socialism for you. It's hard ass capitalism, a lesson in capitalism. Learn to code if you lose your job, Mm. right? But at the top, they're like, oh, no, no, we can't lose the airline industry. So this is what's going on, but people are more aware of it. So it's not going to go down as easy as it did in 2008. And this is where Bitcoin comes, right? This is the, this is the idea well, if they start to debase the money. So the, the re- regular person is going to be like, fuck you. I want free education. I want free health care. I'm barely getting by. And you're bailing out these assholes? No way. And you get a populist movement. And people are going to say, we want universal basic income. We want free healthcare. We want free education. I mean, why shouldn't I get that stuff if you, 100 millionaire, are getting your company bailed out after you paid yourself 20 million bucks bonus? okay? Because you hit a stock goal that you basically used all the spare cash you should have been doing to innovate or Boeing that should have been making good planes instead of crashing them and they bought back their stock. So when this happens, the money's going to get debased even more. Now it's not just the stocks that go up, it's everything that goes up. And that's when the dollar starts losing, when you can just print more and more of it when you get into a crisis, which is what every uh, sovereign that can print its own money has. You get into a crisis and then people move toward the harder money, the thing that can't be printed, so Bitcoin, Bitcoin's on sale. It's half price from what it was. And we can talk about why that got crashed, too.
1: Yeah, well, I'm very curious why, because I have been buying it, because since this has been going nuts, so you've been talking about it, the market, whatever, bubble ready to bust or whatever, and it took it maybe a catastrophic event, whatever, but it's here. So that event is here, and that's what's happening next. And why is Bitcoin now dropping still?
0: So people love institutional involvement with Bitcoin. They're like, oh, man, when the banks and the bankers and the hedge funds start buying, something, this thing's going to take off. But the downside of that is when hedge funds own your asset, and there's a liquidity crisis. Everybody's selling. We need to, you know, we have margin calls. We're levered to the ass. We need to cover. We need the cash. It's sell everything that's not nailed down. And if it's Bitcoin or gold or whatever the hell it is, it's all going to drop in the crash. So you had people who just liquidated. And, uh, and unlike and unlike the capital markets, which had pauses. Oh, pause. Hold on. Hold on. We got to pause here. It's too stressful. We got to pause and had the government bailing it out by printing money, Bitcoin had no such thing. It just, it traded, went down to 3,800, it's bounced back to about 5,000, hung there all day despite the 12.9% drop. It's a real market. If it goes to zero, it goes to zero. Like nobody's backstopping this shit. There's no government bailout for this thing. Right, government right. hates this fucking thing. This is the com- competition. Right. Nobody's nobody's lending a hand to this. It's just people who want it, people who believe it. Right. right. So now that you know, you shook out all the what they call the weak hands. All these like investment speculator guys who needed to dump it the second they needed the liquidity. <laughs> who's buying it now? You know the harder dudes. The dudes are like, no, no, no. I know this shit is real. Those are the people buying it now. Maybe it'll shake out more. So, I definitely stacked some sats in the
1: last couple of days quite a bit. Um, <laughs> oh, I like it. Shook out the weak hands. Yeah. I like and it. so then the strong
0: yeah. hands hold. And then that, the strong yeah. hands provide the floor, right? The weak hands, you when know, the FOMO starts again, they'll be back in, you know? Yeah, right. But, but right. those are the rats on the sinking ship. You know, they jump. But like, yeah. the, re- and the and the real, you know, the strong hands are like, let's see how far this goes. Maybe I'll buy a lot more. And then once it stabilizes, right. they start buying again. So, I don't want to make any guarantees. You know, it's all risk. There's unknown unknowns that, could hit, and I could be totally wrong about this. But you know, when you, let, you read these guys, they're like, every situation where they go off the gold standard and the government's allowed to print at will, politically, it's always easier to print than eat your medicine. They print themselves into oblivion, and the harder money rolls. And that's why gold was such a, a quality store of value for so long and still is, because it was something that couldn't just be printed. It was just, there was a f- very hard to get out of the ground, very expensive to get out of the ground. There's only so much of it. And it, it was a very good uh, money. But this is just digital gold. It's gold that you can transfer with the push of a button across continents, you know, and you can store your own home or in three different homes with multi-sig, which is, a, is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't get too much into that. But anyway, so this is the playbook that they were always saying, but I didn't think it would get cut in half. But now I see why, because the, the institutions were selling. But wow, not only is the playbook happening as like all these guys are predicting, but like it's half price mm-hmm. now.
1: Right, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I understood. And uh, what about the other ramifications? I mean, it's just too too unknown at this point to even guess, or just, it's I mean, crazy. There's got to be so many.
0: Well, 9-11, right? I mean, 9-11 was big because it's before 9-11, after 9-11, right? When you travel before 9-11, it was just a little bit different than afterward. When, you know, in terms of like the spying and the way the government invasiveness, there was a little bit different, but it's not, you know, but also the internet came sort of of age then too. So it's hard to say what's what. I think this might be a before and after situation where you're like, it's just never the same again, like ever. First of all, like there's going to be new habits learned. People are like, oh, school. Why don't mm-hmm. I send my kids to school? They learn mm-hmm. way more at home or totally. college, totally. college. Like, is it really necessary to be in college? Like I can learn online in these courses in an hour a day. And why am I spending all this money on this shit? Like I have other, I've made new ways of connecting with friends that I don't need this. There's going to be certain habits that drop that were just there out of inertia that if it's six months or four months or whatever, things are going to change. A lot of industries won't survive this. There's a lot of credibility at stake. You know, a lot of people said this is just the flu or a lot of journalists, I don't know what journalists could do to, to be less credible actually than they already are, but maybe they, right. they are. There's just, there's just a lot of different things that could be permanently different and you know sports is going to be really interesting i mean it's people are going to be out of the habit of going to their games this year a a, a year's worth of every year like new fans have to be brought into these sports. maybe it's a nine-year-old that sees a game for the first time maybe it's a seven-year-old there's a whole year of them that just is deleted maybe they'll do it a year late and they'll just catch up but maybe they find other interests i mean it is a uh, one of the crazy things for the fantasy industry is one of the bigger risks, almost as big as this is is the collective bargaining for the
1: NFL. Good, good call. Yes. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Say it.
0: I don't think this thing gets done nearly this fast, but for this disaster, they couldn't sit there and like bicker and seem like assholes and, and risk losing even more money where they're already going to all take a hit. They just got it done, and I wonder without this, if this thing lasts like two, three months, and then you know, we clean it up and we, we we get it into you know a vaccine or people get immune to it and we get through this, it actually might help the fantasy industry if it, if it ends, you know, on August 1st, like training camps are opening and we lost, you know, a baseball season or most of one, but we have this collective bargaining agreement that would have happened. It might have been a strike or something or a lockout. And so uh, it's selfish for us, but like, this is a crazy unforeseen consequence of it.
1: Yeah, especially how um, close the vote was. Like it shows that. Yeah, that might have been the the, the tipping point. Uh, so that is definitely <laughs> missing whole NFL season. It would definitely be a blow to the fantasy industry. Speaking of which, some kind of some crazy uh, trades went, uh, or sorry signings and trades today in the NFL. Uh, David Johnson, dude, that is like the worst trade I've seen in pro sports, man. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. Well, you have so any comments bad. on
0: that? Tyler Glass now and uh,
1: Austin Meadows and some other guy for uh, Chris Archer. Yeah, contract. that's really bad. Recent <laughs> one, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, Johnson was ranked last in elusive rate last ranking, rating last year 50th out of fifty six year before. I mean, he's toast. That that contract was negative value. Obviously, I don't know. That's just wild. That uh, Kenny Drake kind bumped him way up my fantasy board. Number yeah. six of my. Fantasy I
0: think I have number seven. No, I have number nine, but it's close. With
1: you'll be moving him up. That's
0: a mistake. You'll be okay. you'll be well, moving. We'll see. Up. I, I just did a quick one, but it was sort of like he's right next to Derrick Henry and. Nick Chubb, you know, the, the, uh, oh,
1: Chubb's gotta be lower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, cool.
0: I guess that second round tender for Kareem Hunt, uh, hurt Chubb's value a bit.
1: Yeah. Okay, again, we're arguing two different things, but uh we completely arguing two different things. But yeah I don't I don't want any part of Mayfield. Okay. Yeah, I guess they added Austin Hooper too, but I'm kind of out on Mayfield, so I'm out on Nick Chubb. He's definitely should be belower than Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake. I mean that's a no brainer. Uh yes, and, right. and Nick Chubb back, is really yeah. good though, is the thing. He's really, really he is good. Really, really good. I know, that's been my argument. But um yeah, I know but Hunt uh rejoining the club definitely hurts him moving yes. forward, yes. Yes. yes um oh but hold on but so i'm so in dynasty just real quick i have Kenyon drake daryl henderson and kenny stills at one dollar that was a pretty sick day uh as far as drake and you know, re-signing and johnson moving and god Gurley is now rumored to be right traded and obviously stills now with sean watson what a joke bill o'brien is running that future the franchise's future just crazy to the ground not all good news for me though as far as fantasy or football because Buckner to force Buckner sad to see the Niners trade him. But last thing is, uh, I yeah, want to, but see they got Brady a lot for him. him and he was really expensive. I mean, he's he really was, good, okay. but I mean, no, you're totally right. Aaron Donald money and it's really expensive. And even a yeah, 13th, old pick is not bad. And I we yeah. didn't have for sure. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Brady to the bucks, right? Make it happen. If he wants all this control to call plays and, and personnel and have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and OJ Howard, and he wants to beat Belichick and Belichick wants to beat Brady. I mean, I really want to see that happen.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think it would be cool, and it would really test, like, the theory of whether Brady slipped or whether the Patriots just had crap.
1: Totally, yeah. No, I'd love to see that. I mean, actually has some pretty good – just give him the full control, and uh, apparently the phone conversations are going well. But by the time we record this, maybe Brady will already be resigned. But, um, uh, yeah, some football talk. But you got anything else? Um, would go One other thing I'd bring up real quick, did you see that the news in China, the, the, the Chinese – Tycoon uh, criticized um, the government and has went missing recently.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what we don't want here. What's funny is like everyone's like Trump is a totalitarian. He's a fascist. But everybody says that on Twitter all day long and none of them go missing. You know, it's like it's not really that way. If it were really that way, you wouldn't be saying it because the dude saying it is almost always like such a coward. You know, he would never be saying it if he really thought it was a, a risk. But in China, you know.
1: Yeah. No, this it, guy's like a yeah, big time tycoon, like you know, multimillionaire, and he's gone missing after after he worked, like you know, wrote this letter, didn't didn't name the, the president by name, but like obvious who he's speaking of, called like uh called the Chinese leader a clown who stripped naked and insisted on continuing to be an emperor, and he's legit missing now. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, I mean, uh, China, I mean, they should definitely bear some responsibility for this. I mean, it started. Yes, in, well, I mean, it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I made this analogy last week. If somebody was drunk and they you know they didn't mean to, but they crashed your car. Uh, and you woke up the next day, they didn't leave a note, and you found out it was them, you'd be pissed. You'd be like, dude, look what you did. Like, that was negligent. And hey, this is a little bit worse than that. You know, they didn't mean to do it, obviously, or unless it was a bioweapon, but there's not strong evidence of that. But if it came from the animal markets, like, what the fuck are those even allowed to exist for? No. It's
1: such you know, condensed areas. Right. It's got to or, be just because one guy ate like a bat. Or I mean, that's the theory. I, I done think done it, done it
0: came done. from a lab, honestly, but... I, I don't then, ha- yeah. I don't have any proof, you know, so I can't I can't say that. I just think that regardless, you know, there should be some responsibility and it shouldn't just be like, oh, well, you know, and a bunch of stuff has come from there. You know, I mean, people need to take responsibility for that shit. Anyway, I'll say one other thing. So, yeah. I feel like my Twitter feed is so valuable. Like I just get good information these traders. I got out of the stock market 11 days ago. Sold, you know, made 90-10 cash. I'm pissed about the 10% I have in stock still. Um, from these traders, these two guys, this one guy follows at MCM underscore CTs, this trader. He'll be like, I don't even understand half the stuff he says, but he, I can see that he's like, he's going short. He's going long. He's, if it breaks this, it's going to go way down. And this other guy, uh, Keith McCulloch, who's always like touting how well he's doing. He's a little annoying, but they've been spot on. I, I don't want to say that they're going to be right, you know, the next two weeks or whatever either, but they've been so helpful to me. And so I got finance guys, politics, you know, guys who tweet about medicine, guys who tweet about health, and I just feel like it's so valuable. But then I realize like part of what's so valuable about the feed and why I've been able to like help Heather and her friends and inform other people about stuff is that I mute all the journalists that are lying about stuff. There was one journalist that just quoted Trump as saying uh, no, your states are on your own. I'm not. You know, you got to go buy the uh, ventilators and supplies yourself. And he just said, right after that, we're going to get them for you if we can. But you might be, have more success getting them locally, so try that also. Right? But they deleted the second part. They deleted of the, the
1: second part on purpose. Right? And they, on purpose yeah. they
0: did that. And I just mute them immediately when I see that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, fine. Trump's a dick. You don't like him? Great. Report on the stuff he's doing. Report on his, uh, you know, the fact that he didn't like, do, you know divest himself of his businesses before he was president i mean conflict of interest i'll report on that that's real stuff don't don't make him look bad by misrepresenting what he said and so i mute them so i've muted so many journalists so many blue check marks are muted like i block and mute them with extreme prejudice as they say and so my feed is clean not only do i have good people i don't have bullshit and if there's somebody who's retweeting them i'll I won't see the, the tweet. And if there's somebody who just says a lot of stupid stuff, I'll mute them too, even someone I follow because, you know, professional courtesy or whatever. I don't have shit in my feed pretty much. I just don't have it. So I feel like I have just such a valuable thing. It's not just the positive, which is a lot of it, it's not having the negative, not having the bullshit information. And when you eliminate people who bullshit from your feed permanently by muting or blocking, their ideas never come back to your feed, ever. And so, you're, so it, you know, just seeing stuff a lot just starts to get in your consciousness and mislead you. If you see a lot of, if you follow a lot of fantasy people with bad advice and they're telling you, oh yeah, this guy's a great player, this guy's that, and this guy's not a very good analyst or he makes a lot of errors and you're constantly listening to him, it's going to get into your head even if you're like, oh yeah, that guy, I know, I know to do the opposite of that guy. You, you just can't do that. You just have to get them out of your feed, period. And I've done that and it's, it's made a huge difference.
1: Yeah, I've been on Twitter far more the last week than I have the last couple of years, um, and it's been super helpful, and I've found yeah, really guys and specialists in their fields and and, and women, whatever, I, both of me. Both. I, I agree with you, Liz, for sure, and I want to follow the guys that send me the people that you recommended. But um, it's also been kind of a litmus test of people that I know in my life, just like, you know, who's the who are the people that are the tough guy, Coronas, and who are the people that are just, you know, saying that we're you know, the, the wusses and whatnot. And it's been, um, it's been eye opening. but, um, I don't know, man, do you have anything else other than I say, stay inside and to the extent in which you can, right. I mean, stay inside and I guess it's going to maybe be mandated here soon and get sun though,
0: get out in the balcony yeah, or like, you know, yeah. hopefully you, you have a place you can get a little bit of sun because or open a window, stick your head out because it's very good for your health. I'm going to say one other thing. A friend of mine recommended this movie to me. And it is not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just, it's a hard watch. It's a tough watch. Um, And he said, I would never recommend this except to you, because I thought you and this other guy, Andrew Whitelaw, my other friend, uh, who's a goofy dude, he, uh, my other friend, it's not Whitelaw who recommended this to me, it's my buddy Adam who recommended this to me. He's like, I'd only recommend this to you because I expected when the credits rolled to see you and Whitelaw. Getting credits as a screenwriters because we used to joke about a lot of very disturbing stuff, and uh, I won't recommend it, but it's uh, very disturbing and very weird. And I was actually laughing at parts that I probably shouldn't have been laughing at, and I know I know that's why I was thinking to me it was the kind of thing that, in the in the unlikely event that you ingested quite a bit of it, you might find yourself laughing. in the wrong spots in this movie but it's called the Midsomar. it's on amazon prime if you're desperate for a movie uh as i said it's not an enjoyable watch and it's very disturbing but uh but there's something about it that
1: uh yeah i heard it takes a turn this is on my list to watch oh it is Is yeah yeah it's it's
0: it's a disturbing movie and uh for a normal sane person i would not recommend it but if you if you like to uh wig out on trippy insane stuff uh you might find a a glimmer of enjoyment and i didn't really enjoy the movie it was not enjoyable it was a trying movie in many ways but i did find a glimmer of uh, enjoyment thinking back to my days of
1: uh yeah, no, I'll check it out. First of all, I have hung out with you in the white log. I oh, you met white log? The day in LA. Oh, yes. met white yes. log, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. Yes. And so, yeah, I, that have dude. A, I have a very disturbed uh, uh, taste myself. I mean, Todd Solons' Happiness is probably one of my five favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, but that was watchable. Happiness was like, it actually like was, it, it, it was a very watchable movie,
0: Happiness. This, okay. is, oh, okay. this right. is less watchable. <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch this tonight. All right. <laughs> you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Just, just for the – assuming that we, there's another podcast. Maybe we'll do one on Wednesday, but soon yeah. we even come back. It was when we're yeah. both alive and they don't we'll have do a gun a to my head gear. because I set yeah. fucking foot outside to get some sunshine, God forbid. Yeah. So, all right, yeah.
1: man. And I'll do a quick review of it. Yeah, I know. If not, though, other rec- I would say, man, if you're just stuck inside, uh, binge The Wire if you haven't, Breaking Bad, Deadwood, or The Shield, an old-school cop show. Those would be – my recommendation so heather loves the, the show babylon berlin i don't i haven't i've been watching a little bit of yeah. it but supposedly it's a german show it's really good and you saw dark so dark is oh right. yeah yeah. No, i've played both seasons yeah, yeah definitely recommend that as well yeah, yeah. babylon berlin I, I don't know it. i'll mark that down for okay. sure though i'll check uh, i have, to have two two things to watch but okay. yeah nice emergency pod list and uh this is scary shit and it's uh yeah i mean who knows where we go next but it seems uh quite an uncertain future